Mike, there is a time in a in a lifetime or a generation that podcasters can say, Mike, let's podcast about the biggest professional wrestling show ever. I don't know if that's been able to be podcast about in the podcast era. Has there ever been a larger professional wrestling attendance? Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron Osborne well, over here. The Shoot Brothers Wrestling <laughs> Podcast, episode 239. It's uh it was it was the only way the show had to be introduced with um with such fanfare, I think, given the 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 magnitude of the situation. Yes, I'll still be skeptical. Until a few years from now. Anyway. Yeah, what's the, yeah, what's the timeline <laughs> on believing uh, like a ticket because sold? Because right now they're all just taking Tony's word for it, so you know. But but I it, it could have inflated. But I mean, we do the same thing at Mania, right? Like we kind of take. Yeah, exactly. We so, take we we, we believe what it's what Corey Graves tells us it is, and we're kind of like, yes, sir, that's what it is. Yeah. Until the dust settles, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter either way. It was a jam-packed house. Until the gold uh, dust settles. <laughs> He's yeah. never settling down, baby. He'll be there forever. But yeah, Mike, like we were talking about, um, all in the big pay-per-view this past weekend. Let's just let, let's just get right into it right now here. Review. Live from Wembley Stadium in Jolly... Good, jolly, no, jolly old England. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Um, biggest yeah. pay per view in the company's history. We will juries out. Maybe, uh, maybe by episode five hundred, <laughs> we can get the official. Was it actually that many people reported? Eighty-one thousand yeah. sold. I mean, either way, huge crowd, tons of fans. The uh, the set looked great. I loved the entrance tunnel. How it was just like. Video screens, the whole tunnel. Yeah, it, there was this bit where, yeah, it was you, there was a tunnel before, and that they, they did a lot of camera play in there too. Like there was a whole chunk that probably probably would have been on the jumbotrons there, but it was really really helped bring the the fans watching at home f- feel yeah. feel like looked, we're there. Yeah, presentation wise, it looked like their biggest show ever. Not just like because of the crowd, but like the way it was set up, the whole rig above the ring, everything, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like the, the, yeah, the whole, the entire structure itself. Cause even for their, I mean, we saw Forbidden Door, we've seen Full Gear, we've seen all, they, they don't do that rig around the stage thing the way that Mania does. This was a Mania style. Uh, uh, ring, ring, and then entrance ramp over there. So, uh, for once in my goddamn life, Mike, I watched the pre-show. I watched the buy-in because how can you not <laughs> watch a pre-show featuring the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, uh, Aussie Open taking on better than you, Bay Bay. Um, the crowd, uh, possibly this might this might have been the hottest match that they they. I think just the excitement of it all, especially going on the very very first thing they saw. Um, yeah, the biggest storyline in the company. In the company. Uh, and, you know, yeah, it was a lot of fun. They kept it under 10 minutes because you don't want to drain these guys for the main event later. Uh, but a couple of big moments. MJF finally got to hit the kangaroo kick. Which looks onto both Aussies. absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's basically just a double drop kick. He's hitting both guys at once, but... But he does his hands like it's kangaroo hands before. Yeah. The crowd, (laughs) there were people with plush kangaroo animals in the stands. Oh, yeah. I bet there was a lot of Aussies there. Like, yeah, that's how he does it. That's (laughs) how the rude do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, <laughs> so he hits the kick, tags and call the big finish. They do the double clothesline, and Kyle Fletcher does an awesome job, just like flipping back onto his head to sell it. And one, two, three, new ROH tag champs. Better than you, baby. Yeah, big, uh, big, um, uh, uproarious uh, surprise, even. Surprise? I mean, I guess it was going to be, yeah, it was going to be, it was going to be, it was going to be Adam Cole and MJF or DQ, something DQ screwy, right? And, uh, I figured, I figured they'd get the win. I'm like, you know, especially when it, when it came out first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that. There was one other match on the pre-show that ended up being a lot more important than. Well, actually, a low, low <laughs> moment between low moment between oh, matches. Sorry. I have to say, um, yeah. camera panning out to the uh, the crowd and spotting none other than Mercedes Monet getting um, getting a full <laughs> banner at the at the bottom, uh, wave yeah. to the audience. She's there. She's Huge in attendance. Pop. Yeah, one of the bigger pops of the night, maybe. For <laughs> wow, they showed her a couple times. Yeah, they went back they... to her a couple times. Yeah, so it's inevitable when that injury is up. She's coming. She's coming for that title, and whoever's got it. Uh, but yes, our second match of the pre-show, we had Jack Perry defending the FTW title against Hook. Anything goes. Uh, Jack drives up to the entrance ramp with a limo. Uh, not quite a stretch limo, but still. A six-door limo, so. Yeah, it, it looks like a, a mini limo. <laughs> Either way, they get is that a limo, Is a limo involved. a car? That's what I'm wondering. Is it like a brand? Because, like, no, well, well like, like, you have cars and trucks. Like, those are styles of a vehicle, right? You know, the Ford makes cars and trucks, and Dodge yeah. makes. But, like, a limo must clearly then be the style of a vehicle. So you have, like, cars, trucks, limos. <clears throat> But I mean, yeah. Normally, you think of a stretch limo. This thing only had six doors. What is it? Once you go beyond four doors, you're a limo or something. <sighs> that's a good question. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's more of like a subcategory <laughs> of limo. You have like a limo and then a stretch limo. So you would have a truck and then a pickup truck, or like a yeah. car and a sedan. <laughs> but uh, it, it really makes me think. I think. I think limo is the third vehicle option. <laughs> the <third>. <laughs> There's cars, trucks, uh, and limos. Well, you know. We got vans. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we get the limo. Uh, they climb onto the roof. Perry hits a big brain buster, dents the roof in. Then he does a rolling thunder onto Hook, onto the car hood. And then Hook walks up, knocks on the windshield, and says, Real glass! Go cry me a river! Which uh, is a reference to a story that came out a few weeks ago. Kind of got lost a little bit when Punk was kicking everyone out of Collision. Um, but yeah, apparently Perry wanted to do the same spot on Collision. CM Punk's like, no, we don't do that here on Collision. You do that shit on Dynamite. Your <laughs> glass and your blood. Uh, so this was Perry referencing that. So Punk um, Punk doesn't want Collision on... Uh, he, he wants it more on the sports entertainment side. Yeah. Probably. But uh, we'll see. He... He gets a lot of blood himself in a bit, but anyways, that's the reference that we'll, we'll talk about the fallout of what happens after that. But uh, so Hook grabs Jack, hits him with a suplex, breaks the windshield. They both get cut up a little bit on their arms, uh, and then eventually we just fight to the ring. Uh, 
Hook ends up getting Jack in the red rum, makes him tap out. So Hook, once again, the FTW champ. I think uh, Jack Perry's reign might have been the uh, this the shortest FTW championship reign. Brian, Bob, Ricky, uh, Ricky Starks had it forever. Brian Cage had it forever. Yeah, probably. Hook had it be. forever. <laughs> yeah, I think the yeah he'd probably have to be. But yeah, so that match happens. We're not in between the the pre-show and the main show is when shit just went down. Backstage, Jack Perry's coming back through the curtain after finishing his match. CM Punk upset about that glass remark. Even though he never said anyone's name, it was a very vague kind of thing. But Punk gets in Perry's face. And there's been multiple different reports. But the gist of it is Punk gets mad, shoves Jack, puts him in a choke lock or some sort of hold. And uh, apparently Tony Khan was there and some monitors fell on him. And all this crazy shit happened uh, minutes before the biggest show in company history is about to start. Uh, so Jack, they split them up. They asked Perry to leave. Punk, he's going on first, so he's ready to fight. Or I don't know. Maybe that's Apparently why. Maybe was... that's why he opened the show. <laughs> maybe because yeah, people said he was screaming at Tony in the back, threatening to quit. Samoa Joe had to convince him to stay, and you know, Samoa Joe was probably like, "Bro, I'm about to fight in front of eighty thousand people. Don't fuck." Eighty-one thousand, Mike. We're until the, the, the <laughs> you may be skeptical. Anyways, uh, yeah, so all that crazy shit happened backstage, but wow. uh, people in the crowd have no idea, so we start the show, CM Punk Nobody, Nobody had any idea. I was watching this as, live. I was watching this as it went on. No one had any idea until after <laughs> after the, the entire yeah. production, like the next morning hearing about it. Yeah, I watched it later in the night. I knew about it by then, but uh, that was the only thing I knew. I didn't read any spoilers, but... Anyways, Punk Joe battle for the fake real world title, as he calls it. No, he um, calls it the real world championship. Yeah, I call it the fake real world championship. Gotcha. But, I mean, he's, yeah, they're, they announced it. They announced that they're fighting for it. They have the graphic up. Yep. But on AEW's website, it's still not there, so it's not official. It's like the FTW title at this point. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, Collision needs a heavyweight championship, so they might as well have a fake one. <laughs> well, with all that said, it sucks that Punk is such an asshole because I thought this match was actually pretty damn good. I thought this match was awesome. Yeah, like the crowd was amazing. Lots of booze for Punk. And I love Samoa having Joe. not known what happened backstage, so not having that weird little thing to cloud over it or whatever, this was fucking banger. Yeah, amazing match. Joe was eating it up. He was posing for the crowd. He's leading them in the chants. Uh, he's doing the little jack-off motion for Punk. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, just a fucking awesome match, man. 20 years of history between these two. Uh, one of my favorite spots is when Punk was, like, hung up on the ropes and Joe clotheslines him and he keeps bouncing back up like a teeter-totter. That was a lot of fun. And then... Uh, at one point, Joe grabs Punk on the floor, swings him into the announce table. Punk breaks right through the front of it, which perfectly covers his face, gives him a time to do a little blade That also, job. I didn't know, I, I just, I mean, maybe I just never had considered that the front of the announce desk can be bashed open in that kind of way. 
huh. It was new, <laughs> new to me. This was the first time we've ever new, seen I, this kind of. I mean, it table. made me think though. Are, are all the announce tables like this? Like structurally, this is the easiest and best <laughs> one for them to put up. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it was all. Yeah, if it wasn't, if this spot wasn't to happen, they probably would have just had it. Okay. On a regular table. But. <laughs> okay. But anyways, doesn't matter. He's hiding. He cuts himself. He comes up covered in blood. Joe goes on a roll. They're loving him. They start booing anytime Punk fights back. Punk does the John Cena, the Hulk Hogan moves to get even more boos. Uh, and then eventually they both fight their way up to the top rope. Joe looking for a superplex, but Punk counters by biting Joe and then hits him with his old finishing move, the Pepsi Plunge, which is pedigree off the top rope. And that gets the pinfall. Punk wins, retains the fake belt in an amazing match. Yeah, like you said, this was this was a lot of fun. This was great. The crowd was into it, and um, you know, punk punk is the punk's punk's the reason why we're able to put eighty one thousand into a fucking into a well, in, into I'm a, not a stadium. Him credit. <laughs> I, I, this show was announced and sold before he even came back. Good point. Good point. Good point. But, anyways, uh, either way, I won't take away. It was a damn good match. And then afterwards, apparently, security escorted Punk to his dressing room. He left the building soon after. And word is that Punk and Perry are both suspended, pending investigation. And very likely, they will both miss all out. Which, uh, yeah. Fuck you, CM Punk. I hope people in Chicago don't even chant your name. At the oh, yeah. We're going back to Chicago. Fucking hey, Chicago. This Sunday, yeah. So see, I I I uh, I was talking to another friend about this uh, just earlier today. I think I think I gotta go. I think I gotta be on Punk's side for this one. I think, I think, and I don't know because for me, <coughs> I, I you know, and believe me, I I booed the man to his face. Well, it wasn't to his face, but I was in the audience <laughs> booing this man uh, two nights in a row. And um, I just think for Jungle Boy Jack Perry, especially being such a young man, you know, like, I think just if you have nothing to say, don't say it at all. And I think that's a that's a very simple <laughs> lesson we all learn in kindergarten. It's very it's just it's it's it, it describes to take the high road, be the better man. Yeah. Punk's on a power trip. Punk did not do. Punk's on a power trip and telling us that there's no glass to be broken on collision. And then you go on a pay-per-view and say it's real glass, bitch. Like, you didn't have to say that. You totally could not no. have said that. But CM Punk is the king of that sort of thing, saying things. Yeah, but know, like, that, that's, exactly. That's what made it, him famous. It's, it's, it's turn the other cheek. So it's, the it's, be, it's turn the other cheek. It's be the better person. It's... I know what I uh, punk's uh, incapable of doing. Of course, no. Well, of course. The, this Jungle Boy used words, and that was it. Never named his name. I know, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Punk could have not just because, like, in in at Brawl Out last year, CM Punk could have not said anything, and it would have been fine. He's the piece of shit. Jack Perry, you could have not said anything, and everything would have totally been fine. I think. I, I, you know, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not saying I like CM Punk. I'm saying, you know, if I got to pick sides in this uh, particular debacle, and there will be more, there will be another debacle, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I think I go, well, on, I think I go on Punk's side. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Of course, all out is this weekend. The card is pretty much built. Well, you know, they can probably sneak in a few matches. Uh, it'll be hard to tell. Yeah. But next up here at All In. Well, hang on. For me, physicality will always trump 
someone saying something you don't like. It's no excuse to attack someone and put them in a chokehold or punch them. Yeah, in the case of brawl out, where it was both. Him. Yeah, the He's specifics the of it, first. the specifics of exactly what happened backstage. Uh, you know, it's 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 always hard to say. You know, did did Ace Steel really throw a chair? Did he really bite? I think that's all been Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, once you've heard ten different versions, all saying the same. I thing. know, but you know, exactly. But you know, we, we'll never truly, truly, truly know. Um, if the dog was actually like in well, ex- it leaked today that there's danger. security footage. So oh. if TMZ gets a hold of that, oh, we'll know really? 100% what happened. Ah, like a so. like a like a Draymond Green punching out Jordan exactly. Poole at practice 100%. thing. Awesome. Someone out there will get paid to leak that. Fantastic, but, Mike. Uh, I might join yeah. Reddit. Either way, I might join Reddit I hope for CM this Punk specific never reason. Comes back. Uh, no, he'll yeah. be back on. He'll be back soon. He'll be back on Collision next week. I hope he never comes back. We'll see. Uh, yeah, anyways. time will tell. Time will tell. Like we said, yeah, the the big pay per view in Chicago this weekend. The crowd's going to be itching for it, so uh, we're really going to have to see what happens. Yeah, I think the best thing if you don't hear a single CM Punk chant the whole night, that would really get under his skin. <sighs> yeah, I God, who knows, right? Are they so going to? No, we don't even know. Or will every in Chicago or will, on Dynamite? And I didn't hear. Will anything. every match have a CM Punk? I don't know. It's hard to say. Imagine just like every match. They know. were in Chicago last night and there wasn't anything really. Oh, yeah. They were also in this in the same spot. Huh. Yeah. Oh, well. Next two shows. Anyways, next match, we got the six-man tag. Juice Robinson, Jay White, Takeshita taking on Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Maybe a little bit long, around 20 minutes or so, but lots of action. High mm-hmm. flying, double teams, all that fun stuff. Uh, Jim Ross complaining about the referees just letting anything anything happen without tagging. Yeah, like, Jim Ross. On, Jim Ross does not understand how uh, a six man tag works, or is well, like, he understands the rules. He he, yeah, no, that's thing. He understands them. the rules of wrestling, but that's not how a six man tag works, Mike. We all know this. I mean, if the referee had any balls, lay the law down. One man. <laughs> Ouch. <at a> time. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, match was still fine. Nice to see Abushi get it, uh, you know, some more spotlight being a regular match here mm-hmm. rather than the blood and guts craziness. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, eventually Kenny goes on a roll, hits the V trigger on Juice and Jay, but then Takeshita runs in, rolls him up from behind, grabs the tights, gets the three count. So Bullet Club Gold steal the win. Yeah, too bad. You know, it's too bad. I feel like, yeah, it might might have been a bit long. It never really felt like it uh, had that much that much excitement to it. Yeah, probably. If I had to pick a match, this would probably be my least favorite on the show. Not oh, that really? it was terrible or anything. Yeah, just, just I think uh, I would have also like what what you were hoping for, plus what yeah, the, I mean, plus what the result was. Yeah. I love Kota Ibushi, and he was fine, but again, he's, you know, he hasn't done anything too spectacular like I know him for. He really does, yeah, he, 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 he really does feel like, at least in these two matches, it feels like he's, he, he's, uh, he's missing, he's, he's down a step. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he, you know, he took a good, he, for like a year. well, he took a good, you know, he was off for a year and a half almost, you know, so. Yeah, so I'll give him some time. Hopefully of course, yeah, get back. of course. Uh Anyways, next match, tag titles on the line, FTR defending against the Young Bucks. And we missed last week, so we didn't even get to talk about the whole 
Cash Wheeler getting arrested for pointing a gun at someone. Yeah, it was it was one something. of those classic pointing a gun at somebody type of moments. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, footage from so. the show. Um, footage from the All In show. Fans chanting, "Wheeler's got a gun." <laughs> yeah, I, so I was kind of surprised. He, I, I know he still hasn't been proven guilty of anything in a court, but it's a bit of a messy situation. But also and... in Florida, don't doesn't everybody wave guns at each other? There's also that thing where like any kind of Florida related news that I hear, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds like normal life over there. I mean, that's I don't know, pointing a gun at someone. Whatever. I agree, but this is Florida. Remember, this is home of the uh, the bath salts guy. You sound like you've been hanging out with CMFTR a little too much. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little, maybe a little bit. Yeah, we, yeah. We, anyways, we, we, uh, we, never mind. <laughs> the Bucks looked great coming out with their Freddie Mercury tribute gear. The same outfit Freddie wore when he performed at Wembley with the, the white pants, red and yellow stripe, the yellow leather jacket. However, however, when Nigel McGuinness made the the reference to that, Jr. saying, "Is Freddie Mercury here tonight? Do you think Freddie Mercury is in attendance tonight?" Uh, followed no, he, by he was joking. Okay, well that, that three seconds of pause. Like, no, he's dead. He's like, I know that. <laughs> or something like that. I know it was. Uh, I noticed. <laughs> And then, yeah, so the Bucks do their big entrance, and then a bunch of streamers shoot into the ring. And these damn things were there all night. Well, yeah, who's going? What are you, was somebody going to climb up on a ladder and pick them all out? Like, obviously. No, I just think they should have thought of. It was they should have thought ahead, yeah. Didn't ruin the show, but <laughs> there might have been some paying fans that had their view obstructed by Maybe. these stupid streamers. Maybe. Like, you're right. You're so. right. You're just thinking about the every fan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, didn't affect the match. It was awesome. Two of the best teams in the world doing what they do. You had the high flying, the flips from the Bucks. Uh, the crowd was pretty split. They like both these teams. Uh, we had the Bret Hart tribute, the double sharpshooter, an ode to the SummerSlam 92 in the same arena. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they just start going crazy with the, the double spike pile drivers, the super kicks parties. FTR does a BTE trigger and then a shatter machine, but somehow Matt kicks out. And then Cash does a springboard 450 splash, but Matt avoids. The Bucks hit Cash with a BTE trigger. And then there was one weird moment. I think Dax was supposed to break up the pin, but he didn't make it in time because Matt literally grabs Cash's arm and yanks it up like he kicked out. Yeah, he does, he does like a reverse <laughs> kick out. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, let me get you out of here, which... A little weird, but whatever. The only sketchy moment of the whole match. Yeah. But, uh, the Bucks steal FTR's move. They hit a shadow machine on Dax and then a BTE trigger on Cash, but he kicks out again. So now the crowd's just going wild. Uh, but FTR fight back, hit another shadow machine, and that one finally does the trick. They get the win, retain the belts. Another excellent match from these two. This this had had me on my feet the entire match. This guy this had me up down practicing squats in the middle of my fucking living room. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like and like you said it again, just another amazing match. This is, you know, there's these teams, you know, and Bucks seems to be that common denominator. We've seen the Bucks and the Lucha Bros. We know when those two teams are in the ring, it's magic. And then the Bucks FTR. Yeah. We know when those two teams are in the ring, it is magic. Uh, the Young Bucks can truly do no wrong. Truly, 
And FTR offer a handshake after, but Bucks refuse. Get some booze on the way out. And it was, uh, uh, yeah, what just what a great solid uh, title defense for these uh, World Tag Team Championships. Yeah, I, I really thought it could go either way, but uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see this again someday. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in, it's instant money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, we had the Stadium Stampede match where you had the uh, Blackpool Combat Club with Santana and Ortiz who are back. Take it on. Eddie Kingston, Penta, the best friends, and Orange Cassidy. And as you'd expect, just a wild, violent brawl. People mm-hmm. just fighting all over the place. Uh, I liked how they used the split screen at times. So, you know, I mean, they got, they got, they got, they got the things. cameras exactly. Like it's yeah, exactly. So that was nice. Of course, uh, tons of weapons, trash cans, chairs, uh, some unprotected headshots with those chairs. A little bit reckless there, but uh, it's not my brain. So. <laughs> uh, and, of course, Moxley gets cut open uh, early on. And then the craziest part of the match for me, when Moxley brings in a bundle of wooden skewers. The the, the shish kebab skewers. Yeah, the kebabs, if you will. But then Penta grabs them from Mox, puts them on his head, and then just slaps them, driving them into his skull. He lets go. The sticks are literally just jammed. And they they kind of fan out head. like it's a like it's a cool hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the elastic comes off, they all just like whoosh, they <laughs> erupt like a yeah. like a blooming onion or something. <laughs> it, was, it was probably one of the craziest visuals you'll see. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> and then Santana uh, pile drives Penta onto a chair. Penta's down. The ref goes, "Help! We need help!" So they're selling the injury. They take Penta out of the match. But it's all just a work, as uh, we'll see later. Uh, And, yeah, just more weapons, barbed wire boards, ladders. Uh, Sue arrives in her minivan with some cookies. Didn't didn't see that coming. I did not see Sue (laughs) making her way across the the fucking border. How did she get that minivan here? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, you know, she's going straight to Hertz at the airport, and she's getting herself a, a Dodge Caravan. Yeah, uh, and then Penta returns. Now he's Penta Oscuro. Mm-hmm. Kind of a pointless transformation. And I mean, it's not like Bray Wyatt to the Fiend. He does everything the exact same, you know. Yeah, it's but. I yeah I thought all the names were like legal differences, like uh, fucking yeah, like. Like, what's the other guy's name? All he did was put on a red suit. That was the only difference. What's the other guy's name? Uh, he Pentagon would... Jr.? No, uh, John, like John Morrison, who oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny TV and Johnny Nitro. Johnny, <laughs> yeah, Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo. Yeah, he's like, he's like a different guy every time. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyways, doesn't matter. Penta's back. We've got some tables set up on the stage, and even these tables are different from the Americans. They were like, they were like a light tan color with a glossy finish on top. It was nice to see some uh, some new set, some new art direction. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, so they got the tables on the stage. Penta climbs a ladder, and this flimsy little thing just crumples on one side. Yeah, what kind of ladders like, are these too? Yeah, this was a little fucking thing. And they didn't even... I thought, like, okay, maybe the ladder's supposed to break, and they'll use it, but that never happened, so... 
They climb back up the flimsy ladder. Penta hits a sunset powerbomb to Santana through those tables. Uh, back in the ring, Chuck hits Yuta with the awful waffle. Which I love that movie. The, uh, really it's got to be. It's it. got to be one of the best. I found a series of videos <laughs> just... of the awful waffle from. We'll say we'll say Chuck Taylor's athletic prime. <laughs> as a just as just as a younger man, like the same maneuver from ten years ago. Um, you know, yeah. uh, like he like and, and you know and he 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 was going up against some of the best sellers in the world, like awful waffles on ricochet in some fucking <laughs> indie promotion, and it just turns the dude inside out. Yeah, such a cool move. You know, I always like moves that target the head. I um. love a maneuver <laughs> that you land on your head. Where it looks like you're just spiking the guy down, but I'm gonna you, know, look for, you I'm do gonna it look, safely. So yeah, I'm gonna look for that awful waffle movie after we get off the air, and I'll uh, yeah, or awful oh, waffle clip, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now Cassidy's in the ring with Claudio. He hits him with three orange punches in a row, but Claudio kicks out, and they're selling the idea that with Cassidy's injured hand, he doesn't have the same impact behind those orange punches. So uh, he's got a solution. He pulls out a bucket. With a glass bottle in it, he wraps his hand in double-sided tape, smashes the bottle, and then dips his hand in the glass. Uh, yeah, so now his hand's just covered. Uh, Eddie Eddie Kingston makes his return. I feel like poor Eddie missed the whole match. He was, like, in the back. Yeah, he was mostly but, in uh, the back and then came out and got immediately bloodied. <laughs> yeah, he was bloody with his Patrick Ewing jersey on. And, it's a cool look. Uh, yeah. Looks cool. He comes back, tackles Moxley through a barbed wire board in the corner, and then Cassidy hits Claudio with the orange punch with the glass-covered hand, and that finally does the trick. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was Cassidy. wild, too. Yeah, he gets the pin, the team, uh, yeah, the win for his team. Yeah, it was <laughs> it, it was a stadium stampede match. We've seen, we've seen a lot of these things. I think every single fan went home happy about it, entertained by yeah, it, I mean, and I think that is the... That is the point of the match, is the entertainment, and uh, it they and yeah. it delivered. The barbecue skewer spot alone was enough for me. <laughs> Once they just spread out, it was yeah, such a crazy visual. <clears throat> Next, we have a fatal four-way for the AEW Women's Title: Hikaru Shida defending against uh, Britt Baker, Soraya, Tony Storm. Um. Yeah, obviously, Soraya, the big hometown Brit. She comes out to Queens. We will rock you. She's got her whole family with her. Yeah. Uh, the ones that inspired the Hollywood motion picture, Fighting With My Family. I have to say, I have to say, though, live from Wembley Stadium, Tony Storm not coming out to Fat Bottom Girls. I got to say, we were already talking. <laughs> we were talking to Queens people about the music. We were, yeah. we could have said, hey, could we I also mean, get... Uh, but hey, you know, that's, uh, that's not on my, that's not my decision. It's not on me. I know. Yeah, it's a good idea, but you know, Tony Storm, she's got this new character and it might not fit. It totally, oh, it totally wouldn't. It totally wouldn't. But I'm just saying it was, it was. No, I got it. It it would have been the perfect time. The only time. I do like, (laughs) I do like her new classic like 50s hollywood movies oh well we'll we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there on dynamite this is my new favorite this is the best okay. this is my new favorite we'll, we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there yeah love it anyways yeah fun match tony and soraya working together early on but it can't last as they both go for a pin they're yelling at each other outside the ring soraya's mom holds on to brit 
So Tony goes to hit her, but Britt ducks. Tony hits Soraya's mom. So Soraya's pissed, goes after Tony. Tony fights back, though, and starts going a little crazy. She removes the bottom turnbuckle pad, lines Soraya up against that exposed steel, and she's ready to hit that vicious running hip attack. But that's just too much. Ruby Soho comes out to plead with her. You can't do this. Her neck. You're going to break her neck again. You could kill her. But uh, Tony just punches Ruby. Soraya gets up, super kicks Tony. Uh, and then she puts Tony in that awesome submission where uh, the PTO, where she just got you, like by the arms and the legs off the ground. Love that move. And then while she's up there, Britt runs in and curb stomps Tony's head. Britt makes the cover. Tony kicks out. Uh, Sheeta jumps in, hits Soraya with the katana. Britt puts Sheeta in the lockjaw. And while those two are busy, Soraya grabs a spray can, sprays Tony in the face, hits her with the nightcap DDT, makes the cover, gets the three new women's champions, Soraya. Yeah, the hometown moment that uh, feels like it was it was it was drawn out. We saw it. We saw this coming. Yeah, it yeah. was still awesome. Uh, you know, going in, I didn't really necessarily had a favorite but once the match got going like yeah they gotta let her win this the home country she was in tears her family celebrating with her you know after having her career ended to come back and win the title in front of this crowd her home crowd the biggest crowd ever uh in aew at least uh yeah amazing moment i was very happy for her yeah, and you know, just fresh blood adding to the lineage of the of the just women's championship in general. You know, I like it when a belt changes hands. I want to have a lot of people kind of competing in the the overarching overarching grand scheme of the belt itself. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't she doesn't have to hold it a long time, but this moment was too good to pass up. Yeah. Uh, unless you're Drew McIntyre or Sami Zayn. Well, or, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Cody, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, great moment. Up next, we have Swerve and Christian Cage taking on Darby Allen and Sting mm-hmm. in the tag team coffin match. And we were wondering before, like, oh, is it going to be two coffins or one big <laughs> coffin? Did they both have to go yeah, in? we did wonder. We did wonder. <laughs> But the answer was neither. It was one regular coffin, and only one guy has to go in. Which kind of uh, makes sense. That's along <laughs> along the lines of you know one person needs I to mean, be pinned yeah. in a tag match. Yeah, it's just it's it's funny we didn't think of that. We're like no, no, no yeah, we're like there's no way it's gonna be only one. Uh, Swerve Strickland yeah. getting his moment at the uh, whose house? Swerve's house. Uh, yeah, didn't he a, have some guy? Yeah, to, sing his to a lot of um, to a lot of uh, you know to a lot of applause. And uh, Swerve Strickland, juiced as fuck for this particular show. Um, He's been on a steady little kind of using steroids trend, and he was looking (laughs) phenomenal this show. I do have to to say. This is the one. Yeah. He looked great. Uh, Sting and Darby getting a little special entrance. Tony Khan pulling up the checkbook. He got Metallica. Seek and Destroy. Great song. Yeah, man. that was cool. That was real cool. See, I like that yeah. Tony's willing to do that. I like that. I like the, you know, every so often I have that 
final countdown Brian Danielson video bookmarked <laughs> on my uh, on on my on my Twitter there because I like to watch every so often and just to know that yeah. I, that's me singing. It's the final countdown. <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. Sting also wearing his Joker variant of his face paint mm-hmm. and carrying a black cricket bat instead of the normal baseball because you know we're in London. London. They love their cricket. Uh, then early in the match, Darby pulls out two jackets, both covered in thumbtacks. So him and Sting put them on, jump into their opponents. Uh, Christian grabs some tape, tapes up Darby's hands behind his back. But even with his hands taped, Darby still is able to run and hit a springboard moonsault, the cannonball suicide dive. Crazy. But, uh, <laughs> how, how old, how old, uh, how old is Sting? 60? 60... 62? Something like that. God. Uh, let me get a table on the floor. Swerve is laid out on top of it. Sting jumps off the apron onto him, but the table doesn't break. Sting says, nah, we're not going down like that in Wembley. So he gets back on the apron. This time does a leg drop onto Swerve, and this time the table breaks. Uh... And then Luchasaurus comes out at one point, starts interfering. Uh, so Nick Wayne runs out, tries to hit him with a skateboard, but he gets choke slammed onto the board. And then Darby puts Swerve on top of the coffin, goes for a coffin drop off the top rope, but Swerve moves, crashes hard onto the coffin. This thing was all dinged up. Uh, and then back in the ring, Swerve hits the Swerve Stomp on Sting, throws him into the coffin, slams the lid. But Sting stuck out his baseball bat, so it does not fully shut. Um, yeah, so Sting gets out. Swerve puts him on top of the coffin, goes for a 450 splash, but Sting moves. So Swerve crashes into the coffin, and then Sting hits a scorpion death drop onto the coffin. So, yeah, this thing's just crumpled up like a soda can, This on the top of this coffin. But... Uh, yeah, they put Swerve in the coffin, slam the lid, but his fingers are sticking out to stop it. Uh, and then, yeah, eventually they, uh, Darby does a coffin drop, slams the lid onto Swerve, shut the lid to win the match, even though his hair was sticking out a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, we're not counting the hair? I guess not. There's like a braid or two sticking out of the coffin, but it doesn't matter. Maybe, Sting and Darby win. Yeah, maybe time restraints. <laughs> had to get us there. Yeah. Ah, doesn't matter. Yeah, I think I would have. Uh, I would have preferred the the t- if it was two. Um. Two coffins. Yeah, or one big coffin. I think I would have preferred the world that we envisioned. But hey, you're not gonna win them all. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But anyways, next match: Will Osprey taking on Chris Jericho. And Jericho getting a special entrance. He starts off. He attempts to do the Freddie Mercury A.O. But uh, he's a pretty bad singer for a professional rock star. Or is he? he a, well, is he a? Gr- I know. I think he's a. Prof- I think he's a good singer for a professional wrestler. I don't think he's anything f- no, to I a said rock-, rock star. Yeah, I don't think he's anything I mean, he to a rock star. Yeah, no, but he claims to no. be. But I claim Even to with be all the. <laughs> Even with all the enhancements and effects you can use, I thought his voice still sounded pretty bad. Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> He's like, what, 50? Anyways. <laughs> I don't think age matters. 
Yeah, but like 50 and like drugs, alcohol, wrestling, living, yeah. like, you and know. Not a singer. And then you start singing, then you have a midlife crisis and you start singing in a hard rock band. Yeah. So he sings himself to the ring. He, they play Judas. I love him though. I love. I love. I don't. I, I don't want that to sound yeah. like I'm, I'm shitting on the away. guy. I love. I'm proud to be a Canadian like Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the match was good. Jericho. I mean, booking wise, Jericho's technically the baby face, but that's not happening on this, on this pay per view. Osprey, the London boy. Uh, yeah. Just doing what he does best. Crazy corkscrew corkscrew moonsault to the floor. Lots of big athletic moves. Uh, Jericho hits a wicked release German suplex onto the apron, flipping Osprey onto his head. Uh, and then Osprey, or yeah, Jericho gets Osprey in the walls of Jericho. Don Callis jumps up on the apron, which distracts the ref. Inadvertently allows Sammy Guevara to hit Osprey in the head with a baseball bat. Aubrey Edwards didn't see it. Uh, and, yeah, so it looks like Osprey's out. She raises his arm, but he he stays in. Uh, yeah, Jericho hits a code breaker, and then he steals the Oz cutter. A bit later, Osprey goes for the storm breaker, but Jericho flips over, grabs onto Aubrey so she can't see him kick Osprey in the balls. And then he follows up with the Judas effect, but Osprey kicks out. Which I think may only be like the second or third time. I was like I, I was just I was just about to say that. Yeah, I uh, I feel that that's very seldomly kicked out of. Um, I yeah, don't really so. remember who somebody's done it in AEW for sure. Yeah, at least once. This might have been the maybe time, Hangman. No. Yeah, maybe Hangman. Maybe Moxley. Can't remember for sure. Wait, who did Chris Chris Jericho lost to Hangman? No. Who did he... To Moxley. To Moxley. Maybe. Eh, it's hard to say. Might have been. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Osprey kicked out here. We know that for sure. And then he hits Jericho with the hidden blade. Uh, or, yeah, no. He hits the Stormbreaker. Jericho kicks out of that. So then he hits him with the hidden blade. And another Stormbreaker. This time he gets the pinfall. Hard-fought victory. Nice win for Osprey. Yeah, well, of course, and uh, coming to a match like this, he is the de facto ba- de facto babyface, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, and I think it's only a matter of time before we see him sign an official contract with AEW. Yeah, I think his contract is up, um, like, soon or whatever, you know, so like, we will see yeah. it. Um, yeah. I don't exactly yeah like what's he, he I mean he can't do half of his shit in WWE that's for sure I saw an interview with Will Ospreay one thing that was fun was say um when he was asked like what out, out of all the maneuvers that he can pull off all the all the death defying maneuvers what's his favorite um and his favorite's the hidden blade that's the favorite of all the moves that he can do because and his reason behind it was fun is like because either it works or you smack them in the back of the head or like either it works or you fucking hurt these people and the fun and it's like and he he, he described it like a magician he said for him it's the the illusion of what it is is the best part and like 
this is what I'm doing and I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing. Uh, figure it out for yourself kind of thing. <laughs> and so actually out of all the manu- all out of all the movies that he does, he loves the hidden blade so much because when he does it and the other guy's not hurt, the audience is truly like how the fuck how are you doing this? How are you you're hitting him in the back of the head, but he's as part of the, the magician's secret. So uh <laughs> there you have it. No, and also, I have exactly to say, it. I have to say, um, Osprey fast tracking himself to Wrestler of the Year, uh, fast tracking himself to a shooty, uh, with wins over Jericho, Kazuchika Okada, with wins over Kenny Omega. Um, the the man has to be in 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 the running. Yeah, definitely. Uh, every time you see him, he yeah he puts on an amazing performance. It's just you only uh, see him once every couple months. It's 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 too too impressive to just ignore anymore. Yeah, no, he's definitely one of the best in the world. Um, yeah, so yeah, only a matter of time before that that all elite graphic pops up. Yep. <laughs> uh, next match, the trios titles on the line. House of Black defend against the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. So Billy is not retired. Uh, House of Black come out with lanterns. Yeah, we didn't even talk about either. Bray Wyatt passing away. There was way too many crazy stories this past mm-hmm. week. Uh, but that was, yeah, the biggest of all. Bray Wyatt passing away. Terry Funk as well. But uh, Bray Wyatt only being 36. Uh, big tragedy. Shook the wrestling world. So the House of Black come out. They got lanterns as a tribute to Bray. Um... And also interesting, uh, they were all wearing white, white gear, white face paint. You never see that with the House of Black. I well, it's it's almost the antithesis of their entire uh, their their entire shtick. They're the House of Black. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. they couldn't call themselves yeah. the House of White. That was that'd be a little too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the House of Black, so we're playing under house rules, which means the challengers get to pick a step, and they go with no holds barred. Uh, which also means, though, Julia Hart, free to interfere. She jumps in but gets grabbed. They hit Julia with the scissor me timber. Uh, and then Billy smashes Brody in the head with a chair. And then the chair just, I love the way it just perfectly sat around his head after he stayed there. <laughs> might have might have busted him open because he was bleeding at some point, Brody, from the head. Uh, yeah, could have been it. Yeah. But blended in nicely on his face, his white face paint. But uh, we get a triple famouser combo from the acclaimed and Billy. Billy makes the cover, but Julia Hart yanks the ref out to break the count. This allows Malachi to hit the end, uh, but Billy Gunn kicks out of that, so that got a big pop. And then the acclaimed hit the arrival and the mic drop, but Brody kicks out at one. Uh, and then he starts barking, and the crowd was all barking. Har, 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 he did that a couple times. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It's very easy. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like a dog in the neighborhood. One barks in the backyard, they all start barking. It's just, it's just contagious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're one bark, you can't, you can't stop barking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all over the neighborhood. But uh, so, anyways, Billy hits a famous Sir Bowen hits another arrival. Caster hits another mic drop. This time it gets the job done. Pinfall win. We have new trios champions. Uh, and the House of Black 
showing some respect. They hand the titles right over to them. Yeah, what a yeah, what a fun match. What a what a great what a great thing for for, for the acclaimed. You gotta fucking give it to two boys who, with a silly gimmick on dark, on fucking dark, <laughs> Mike, yeah. um, and now have held multiple championships here within AEW, uh, all within this year, I guess, too, right? They were, were they, yeah, they, were, they were champs earlier on in this year, no, late, yeah, yeah late, late last year, mid, mid to late last year or whatever, um, yeah. And the House of Black are fine. The House of Black, I think, I yeah, think we will be just fine. Being the trio's champions, uh, neither of them, or sorry, none of them have had a like a, a a story or like a something 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 they're doing, a motivation. They've just sort of been defending these titles. They're here on the collision. They seem to be collision regulars. Let's give them a. Let's give them a story. Let's give them a thing. Let's give them a promo. You know, we we know the quality of matches they can put on in the ring. So I think maybe losing this championship will actually kind of open up them to have uh, other other goals and and things to accomplish. <clears throat> yeah, you know, they can be kind of like a, a judgment day where they don't always have to fight their matches together. They can go for individual titles and stuff. Exactly. Now Julia Hart just needs to put on like a hundred and two pounds. And grow seven and a half inches, <laughs> and then they'll be exactly like the Judgment Day. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, Brody King, one of your, one of your top guys. He's the kind of guy that could be in the mix for the TNT title. Things like agreed. That. And uh, one thing before we move on, House of Black, uh, the longest ever reigning uh, trios <laughs> champs here, out of all three, four now, or whatever. So let's or reigns three champs. No, four champs. Right. Didn't the elite win it twice? Yeah, but House of Black, Elite, uh, Lucha. Oh um, yeah, I wasn't counting the Lucha new ones. Bros yeah. and Pack, and then. Uh, oh yeah, I've already forgotten about the match we just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, because Mike, uh, it was the match that we were talking about. But let's move on to the match that we are now talking about. There's only one match remaining: our main event for the AEW World Championship. Adam Cole, MJF, both men getting thunderous ovations towards their entrances. Uh, the booms were in effect. The Adam Coles <laughs> were in effect. Uh, MJF coming out in his in his devil attire. On a yeah, on a throne on a throne of sorts, but there was one particular camera angle that was like looked down the ramp, and it caught the guy behind the throne car pushing him, and then they had <laughs> so yes, so the, they were not actually carrying him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the only people that you could see in the shot were MJF with his with his devil mask, and then this guy pushing his like random stage <laughs> hand. Uh, it was a great yeah. shot. Um, a lot of yeah. a, a, and they had an orchestrated version of his entrance music. Yes, as well. uh, yes, to kick it to off that royal to, feeling. for the royal feeling. Um, you know what? A lot of people questioned why Adam Cole would leave WWE for AEW, and I think having eighty-one thousand fans scream "Adam Cole, baby," <laughs> at least has to feel good to him. Yeah, and I mean, this is the best storyline in wrestling right now. Possibly in uh, wrestling, with the bloodline kind of know. almost taking a back seat. Yeah, cooled off. 
I'm not it's saying, almost, it's you know. a, yeah, no, it's almost like it's a it's a power rankings type situation when it comes to yeah. uh, professional wrestling storylines, right? You know, like sports, you know, yeah. we'll have a good week, you bump up in the power rankings, <laughs> and this story exactly. did exactly that. Yeah, right now this story is number one, so huge main event match, crowd is hot for every single thing. Uh, right off the bat, the bell rings, they both roll out to the floor, and then they put on their better than you baby shirts. Just to show the friendship is still important. Yeah. Uh, nice moment there. And you know how and much I love uh, wrestling with shirts on, Mike. You know how much I love it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I totally didn't think about it the entire match. Don't worry. Well, it'll play. It plays its part. But uh, the crowd chants, let's go friendship. Max offers a handshake. Cole accepts. Uh, they're both just showboating, trying to one-up each other. MJF offers another handshake. Uh, but this time he pokes Cole in the eyes. Scumbag move, but he smiles. The crowd cheers. He's our scumbag. I think they chant that as well. Or you're our scumbag. Yeah, you're our uh, scumbag, I think. Yeah. But Max feels bad. He goes over to cool Cole. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. That wasn't cool. So Cole slaps him in the face. Uh, we continue. Cole gets real fired up later. He rips the shirt off MJF and tosses it away, which, I mean, you know, we had to get the shirts on to have that moment, ripping his shirt off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that just pisses off Maxwell. He goes on a roll, psychs himself up enough to finally hit the suicide dive. And he couldn't even believe it himself. He's shocked, shocked that he did that. <laughs> uh, yeah, love that. And then Cole... Steals Max's move. He hits the heat seeker for a big near fall. And then a ridiculous spot where Cole stands on the steps. He's got Max. He suplexes him just onto the complete edge of the steps. Every you, single stair. You could see his body <laughs> like snap when like it when it smacked yeah. the thing yeah that was uh like how do you do this how do you even take this it's, <laughs> it's insane uh yeah fucking crazy bump but they continue they go to the announce table mjf picks up cole to tombstone him onto the table but he can't bring himself to do it to his friend uh but cole has no problem he picks up max and tombstones him onto the table uh it doesn't break though the top is much tougher than the side. <laughs> uh, back in the ring, we continue. Both men point at each other and shout, double clothesline. They hit the ropes. They clothesline each other perfectly at the same time, both landing on their backs with one arm draped over the other's chest. So the ref just gets down, counts a double pin. One, two, three. Fucking Bryce Remsburg. <laughs> I... I uh, fucking Bryce. Re First, I thought <laughs> they did it. They did a double close. Te that technically that was a double clothesline. I asked for it and I got it. Uh, but Bryce, <laughs> I'm like, come on. Even you need to know that this 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 can't happen. I mean, it's it's he's following the rules. And then he goes uh, straight to tell Justin Roberts, like double count up, double count of the fans in the front row, our yeah. hands on head. Uh, but when Justin Roberts tells us, um, because that both both arms were covering the uh, the their respective opponent, that it's double count out. Well, we uh, we have a draw. We have a draw. A draw. So the crowd boos. Adam Cole grabs the mic, just says, "No way, Max! Five more minutes." 
Max says, no. Five minutes isn't enough. We're going until we got a winner at fucking Wembley. <laughs> Everyone's going wild. Crowd's going nuts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, and pretty soon after, Bryce Ramsberg gets what he deserved, a little ref bump. So he's out. Uh, they bring in a chair. And then they both just start tossing it to each other, trying to bait the ref into a fake DQ. But I'm thinking, Cole, what the hell are you doing? You won't win the title if you pretend to get DQ'd, so... A <laughs> little bit of a weird thinking by him. But anyways, ref isn't having it. Uh, Max hits the heat seeker, but Cole kicks out. Cole hits MJF with a straight jacket German suplex on the apron. Uh, and then Cole jumps off the apron to hit a Panama sunrise on the floor. Throws him back in the ring, makes the pin, but Max kicks out. <clears throat> so Cole goes for another Panama sunrise, but this time MJF yanks Bryce in the way. He gets hit with the... Panama Sunrise, because once you're committed to the move, you got to finish it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're up there. Yeah. <clears throat> so once again, the refs down. MJF pulls out the diamond ring, slips it on his finger, but again, he just can't bring himself to uh, do this to his friend. So he takes off the ring. That's when Roderick Strong comes out, kicks MJF in the balls. Cole hits a Panama Sunrise, drops down the knee pad, hits the boom. The ref wakes up, slowly makes the count, which gives enough time for MJF to kick out. It was a reverse uh, Tyson. It was <laughs> oh, very much one, yeah, two. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Bryce, you little bitch, count fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the crowd's happy. They're going nuts for the big kick out. Uh, Roddy slides the title belt into the ring. Cole picks it up. He's got MJF dead to rights, but he can't do it. Tosses the belt outside. Yells at Roddy, get out of here. So Roddy storms off. Coles goes back to pick up MJF. MJF catches him with an inside cradle. Gets the three counts. MJF, the big win, retains the title. In what in what a main event. This was the best possible main event. This was the one we could have asked for. This was it. Yeah, this was... This was, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. I mean, when the storytelling, that's the best part of wrestling. I mean, we all love the crazy moves, but when you can get hooked into a good story, that extra drama always adds something to it. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the big win. We weren't quite done, though. Adam Cole, very upset with himself. He's crying in the corner. Max, being a good friend, just goes up to him and says, hey, man, could have gone either way. That was great. And then he goes and grabs the ROH tag titles. He's like, see, we still got these, buddy. We're fine. And he gives Cole his tag belt, but Cole just throws it away. So MJF is very hurt. He's like, oh, I get it. You never gave a shit about me. You just want my title, you fake piece of shit. Uh, so fucking take it. And then he throws his world title at Cole, turns his back to him, says, get it over with. So Cole picks up the title. But once again, throws it down. He will not hit Max. The crowd pops. They chant hug it out. We get the huge hug. Massive crowd. Everyone's on their feet. Uh, and then, yeah, Cole just raises Max's arm. We get the confetti, the fireworks. Big finale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great moment. What a main event. What a main event, Mike. Like you said right there, you know, it's the biggest, it's the biggest story in wrestling right now. 
having two young dudes running running this show. It's such a weird. It's I also feel like it's a very unique, new, fun, different story that's not happening. It is a two friends who want to be friends thing. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Uh, you know. Yeah, they they could have easily had the betrayal at the end, but the friendship lives on, which is great to see. And and, and, MJ, and MJF probably heading, you know, if he's heading towards full gear, uh, still as champion, that's another two and a half months away. Yeah. Um, and I think this whole feud, I mean, we all loved Adam Cole, but his AEW run, I think this has definitely raised him up a bit. Agreed. Uh, well, he's been in the main, I mean, ev- he's been in the main, main event picture, the- <laughs> main, main eventing the biggest professional wrestling show of all time, disputably. Yeah. Yeah, so big moment. Right at the very end, they announced that they will be returning next year to Wembley for All In 2024. Yes. Awesome. Uh, same week. So we're, it's going to be again next year. We're going to have one week between pay-per-views. But, you know, I feel like it's this thing, you know, with with two shows and such a big roster, it's almost like you can feature parts of both of those groups on between two shows, and both groups of fans, I think, would be satisfied. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's a lot. But, I mean, I'm watching it either way. You're watching uh, it either way, Mike. And like we said, we have <laughs> Rampage, we have Dynamite, we have Collision. Like, we have enough space for everyone. Well, and we're not watching Rampage. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Either way, amazing show, great pay-per-view. Yeah. Pretty much almost every match was awesome. You know, I think this uh, this might be the best pay-per-view AEW's ever done. Wow. But... Um, yeah, to wrap it all up, though, it is a shame that the biggest story of the weekend was still the CM Punk Jack Perry thing. Yeah. Not that it took away from the matches. It's just unfortunate that that's the thing most people are talking about. Yeah, that, that's not really what people are talking about, but like it had to happen again. Whatever, <clears throat> whatever yeah, it is but, had to happen again. Yeah, but great night, great crowd, great show. Agreed. Agreed. All of those things. God, what a professional wrestling show, Mike. We should take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break. We'll steam. We'll fucking bulldoze through the rest of the uh, the actual wrestling week uh, weekly action because we have more pay per views this weekend. Oh my god, <laughs> Mike. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Back here, the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking out through the break. Um, God, what a uh, what a lengthy um, uh, recap there of All In because it truly was an incredible show. It truly was a great time. So maybe uh, maybe we'll we'll condense a, a lot of the current week, I guess, uh, because I guess you know the the, the important things towards some of the pay per views this weekend. So where should we start here? Oh, I got to go in here for you. Let's crown a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. (laughs) Yeah, why not? We're going to a brand new first-time Tweet of the Week champion, Jim Ross. Good old JR. Good old... (laughs) Well, good old JR. Uh, I believe the handle is uh, j- like uh, JR's BBQ. 
<laughs> he loves his barbecue. He loves his barbecue. Where my mouth sauce. Um. So this is also in uh, in kind of relation. So uh, Jr. retweeted a photo from an account called WWE Porn, and the. <laughs> <laughs> And the account is mostly photos of women from, like, Attitude Era to, like, currently, um, you know, bikinis, scantily clad in that. So this was a photo of uh, of Tori Wilson in workout attire doing a, a bent-over dumbbell row. And uh, Jr. retweeted this particular photo, uh, which, which, which gave a fan to prompt... Uh, somebody needs to tell Jr. that a retweet is public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I guess somebody <laughs> needs to tell him. But Jr. clearly knows because Jr. replied to that fan saying, "Yeah, so what?" <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn. You hear the things he says on TV. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a damn. Uh, Jr. Uh, horny old man, our uh, <laughs> our brand new Twitter yeah. League champion. Congratulations! His wife died. Give him a break. Give him a break. He's had a stroke or, <laughs> or, or two, or a lot, <laughs> or a lot. Yeah, he's gone through a lot. Uh, yeah, congrats, Jr. Yeah. So, uh, so where where do we where do we want to budge into the week here, Mike? What's first on deck? Yeah. Um. Well, we've already. I mean, all all in was after collisions. So we don't have to talk about that. SmackDown was pretty much just a tribute show for uh, Bray Wyatt. Yep. And, yeah, just fun. You know, they did the 10-bell salute. Everyone's sad. Lots of... One thing... One th- yeah, one, one thing I do have to say, uh, following that, the, the L.A. Knight promo on that particular show... Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna. Both, but yeah, both, uh, both honoring the the life of Bray Wyatt and the, the, the two of the, the match that the two of them had, but also the 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 confidence the company has to have in giving a guy a promo as the the tribute promo. Yeah, speaks the, vol exactly. speaks volumes for I think L.A. Knight also. Um, yeah. not, not to make that, we, not to make that about him, but for him no, no. to be that it's, guy is fucking huge. Yeah. It's a valid thing to say. And I mean, it also makes sense with him. I mean, was he not Bray Wyatt's last match ever? That Mountain Dew match? The, the Mountain Dew Pitch Dark match, which we shit on, I think, for being Mountain Dew related specifically. I think we liked the glow in the dark elements, but it was the, the weird ma- look of it. Was the cool. look of it was fine. It was the Mountain Dew attachment, which I think we had the biggest problem with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the yeah huge moment for LA Knight. Um. And then at the very end of the show, the lights shut down. They had the lantern alone in the ring. The rocking chair. Everyone held up their lights. Yeah. So nice little thank you, Bray. Chance to go off the yeah. air. Yeah. So. The fireflies were out, Mike. You and I were there um, at that SummerSlam, that very first Fiend uh, intro. We saw it with our very own eyes. Um, yeah. One of the Fiend's best matches was that first one. <laughs> yeah, might have been. Might have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you know that I love the fucking Firefly Funhouse match. You know I like that yeah. match. No, yeah, that was a great you match. You love the great, you love the Boneyard match. 
I love the match of the and year that, exactly that was the match of the year. Um, and I think you know, and I and I love the Firefly. I, the Firefly match, I, I love too. I would I love mean, to go uh, back to some pre-taped action. I'll be honest, I'm missing it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. Like yeah, like this year's Stadium Stampede, you kind of have to focus most of it on the ring. We don't get those crazy golf cart chases and Jericho with <laughs> yeah. a pylon. Yeah. A pylon on the head. One of my favorite. Oh, the... Uh, Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hangman the on hat. the horse riding fucking... Yeah. <laughs> going 50 yards down. Yeah. There was, yeah, as much as we hate uh, the COVID era. I never said goals. I hated the COVID era, Mike. I mean, the you world, are putting the words world, in my... Okay, of, okay, okay. Oh. I think the, I the think, world itself, I not think that time of professional wrestling was was there was some ding dong we got ding dong hello. Oh yeah, it was very creative. It was a very creative. It was time. a very creative time. Yeah, we got sixty nine me don, which is uh, <laughs> he said on on TV he said sixty nine me. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I miss it. Uh. So I guess uh, yeah. Couple skip collision, a couple notes from Raw. The previous week, Chad Gable got his Intercontinental title match against Gunther, and he actually beat him, but by a count out. Uh, so he did not win the title, but it was a clean win and the first loss Gunther has ever suffered wow. on the main roster in singles match. Like first loss in the column. In the in the column of yeah. losses. Wow. Yeah, as a singles match. Yeah, as a singles so, match, of course. Either yeah. way. Uh, so that was that. Uh, this week, one of the highlights for me was when uh, The Miz comes out. Well, first, LA Knight's music hits, but it's The Miz. Oh, he looked he had... fantastic. <laughs> I think like the first 20 seconds, people didn't even catch on in the crowd because they were still cheering. And then when you got the close-up shot, you're like, damn. But he was doing the gestures. He was deepening his voice. He was... Yeah, he's awesome. He, I mean, he's an actor. And, and, and we've seen it before. <laughs> you know, we've seen him doing the other guy's bit. He did it with Ambrose. Yeah. He did it with John Cena. John Cena. Famously. Yeah, so. um, and I love this. He had the perfect amount of, like, stubble also. And yeah, the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he had. It was. This was a fantastic impression. Impersonation. Yeah, like I said, put it on your sizzle reel for Hollywood. Uh, I guess they wouldn't get it though. Like, you don't know who <laughs> yeah. Is. Like so, what's he doing? But, <laughs> yeah. Great stuff though. Um, yeah. What were some other highlights? I guess uh, the main event was the biggest match on the show. The yeah. Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, false count anywhere. Um, yeah. Tiffany Stratton was in the crowd as well, watching. So. Mm-hmm. You know. Little introductions here and there, maybe uh, get the main roster audience used to seeing her. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, they had a fun anything goes or false count anywhere match, you know, fighting into the crowds, chairs, uh, all that fun stuff. Trish Stratus interferes as well because she's there. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eventually they fight into the crowd uh, or they stand on the barricade. Becky. Or uh, Trish Bulldogs Becky through a table, and then uh, they fight over to some equipment. Becky goes to manhandle Sam, manhandle slam Trish off the equipment, but Zoe jumps in. She goes to punch Becky. Becky ducks, so Zoe hits Trish, sends her flying backwards through a table. So Zoe's stunned. Becky grabs her, hits a manhandle slam off the other side, 
through another table. So three table spots in this match. <laughs> and that's the final one. Becky gets the pinfall win. She celebrates. She's got a Bray armband. She takes it off, holds it in the air, and she starts to break down. Emotional moment to end the show. I think after the show went on air, I'm sure you saw the clip of Becky Lynch telling her uh, her her kind of Bray story. Yeah, just a nice from, moment from for the crowd. From her time there. starting out and uh, brought up a question that I, I never really considered either. Becky Lynch out there saying I, I she had she had she had a tables match. And, you know, they prepped her. They know what's going on. And then somehow it came to know, like, Bray, Bray asked her, like, do you know how to, like, take the tables out? And she's like, no. I don't know how yeah. to do it. It never dawned on me that, like, just learning how to do that that is a whole can of worms. I'm thinking to myself, when Darby yeah. Allen fucking cuts the stage open, you got, or sorry, the ring open, you got to know where, like, the little, where, like, the straps are, so you know what, what to cut <laughs> that one so the this particular piece of foam pops out. I was like, wow, you know, the, uh, the knowledge you have to have just about ring mechanics. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, you know? You want to know how to handle these things. <laughs> or you go live on air. That's what I would think. That's exactly it. That's exactly what I would want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fun little story there. Uh, over on NXT last week was the Heat Wave special. Uh, Noam Dar won the Heritage Cup back. Don't really care. Carmelo Hayes defended his title against Wes Lee in a pretty good match, and that was pretty much the main stories mm -hmm. from Heat Wave. Uh, then this week we had the Dyad take on the Creed Brothers. In a steel cage, uh, if the Creeds win, they're back in NXT. So, uh, yeah, beginning of the match, schism. They just swarm. They beat up one of the Creeds, take him out before he can even get in the cage. So it's two-on-one for a long time. Uh, but eventually Brutus comes back. Joe Gacy has the key to the cage. Brutus chases him around and then decides, fuck it, just tears the door right off its, its uh, <laughs> whatever. The hinge, the uh, the hinges. The hinges, that's the word I was looking for. Tears the door off the cage, but I'm also like, bro, you could have just climbed over the cage too. But <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, he brings the door into the cage, starts smacking people around. Uh, crazy spot when Julian picks up both members of Dyad, one on each shoulder, and then Brutus hits the doomsday device. Uh, Brutus bomb. So crazy spot, crowd chance, holy shit. They finish with a double lariat to get the win. So the Creeds are reinstated to NXT. I well, I think yeah, I think there was one there was one particular spot. I think it was um was it what one of them with the one with the one arm power bomb. I don't know if you caught this. It must have been Julius. Oh yeah. He had Buddy yeah, I mean, he had Buddy in the dudes. thing on the left and then one arm power bomb on the right. Uh, yeah, like you're one of those like holy shit type of maneuvers. Yeah, it's like what the fuck yeah. is this freakish athleticism? No, these two, I mean, I, they give me like young Brock Lesnar vibes in a way, just with you know, they're so fucking strong and they got the amateur wrestling background. Yeah, strong amateur wrestling background, and I mean, two Brock Lesnar's that means that's a two 10 minute matches. <laughs> that means every match can be a 20 minute match, you know, like have that have that tag team 
length. We know we've seen it with FTR. We see it with the Bucks, right? We see it with some of the best on the planet. Like a tag, a tag team has to be able to go 22 minutes. You gotta. Yeah. And I think the Creed brothers can do that <laughs> uh, and some. They could they 60 minute time draw. <laughs> that would be the day. A tag match going 60 minutes in WWE. Yeah, well, I mean, we we did have uh, the best the best tag match on Canadian soil. That was uh, sixty three minutes, I believe, or fifty eight. What the Survivor Series match? No, no, the uh, FT- I remember FTR Bullet Club. Oh yeah, I forgot that was in Canada. Yeah, it was in Ca- Ca- Calgary. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's AEW. You know, WWE. Of course, I don't think they've ever had a two on two tag go sixty minutes going that long. Jeez, uh, yeah. Anyways, they announced this Global Heritage Invitational Tournament, but, you know, it's for a shot at the Heritage Cup, which, which I really don't which care we, about. We, we, we don't understand the rules, and yeah. I am unwilling well, I to learn it. I just don't it. understand why. Yeah. I do not want to learn. So this is just way too much effort they're putting in for this dumb thing. Should have just not retired the Cruiserweight title if you want someone for, you know, another belt to be able to fight. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll find a way to bring it back. Maybe. Anyways, uh, there was a chase you bit where Thea Hale's been skipping class. Andre tries to chew her out, but she's like, Pfft. and then JC Jane shows up and Thea leaves with her, which that could be cool. Give Thea a bit of an edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because now it's like, uh, yeah, she's skipping school. She's going to be smoking in the boys' yeah. room. <laughs> I found a pack of cigarettes in your jacket. <laughs> yeah, that kind, of, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I want to see an edgy, dark Thea Hale. Very cool. Uh, and then the main event, we had a Fatal 4-Way to determine the next challenger for Tiffany Stratton's title. Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, Kiana James, Blair Davenport. So, yeah, good little match. Um, crowd was hot, chanting, this is awesome. Roxanne hits Gigi with the pop rocks on the floor. Uh, she goes for another one on Gigi back in the ring, but then Kiana runs up, hits the 401k, gets the pinfall. So a surprising win, but a big one for Kiana James. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess so. We need direction uh, here. Who's going to be the next challenger for this NXT Women's Championship? I mean, it's Kiana James. There we go. See? That's... By winning this <laughs> but But... I mean, I just, I mean, I like her. It's just the heel versus heel, you know. Who, 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 who. I root for Tiffany, but who's the crowd supposed to root for? Hmm. I don't know. It's always interesting you know, when that happens like. sometimes. Yeah. I just thought, you know, Gigi and Roxanne, the baby faces. But whatever. I'll, you know, it'll, we'll see what the match turns out. Just have to wait and see. Yeah. So that was all the highlights from NXT. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, Go to Dynamite, the uh, the all in Fallout, all in Fallout, mm-hmm. all out Go Home. <laughs> yeah, all in one, uh, all in one. Fuck. <laughs> uh, any highlights for you? Uh, and Commander is getting better. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. The first few times we saw Commander, he was in a match with John Moxley. First few times we saw him, he was doing the same. Like he's super acrobatic. He does the running across the ropes into a flip thing. Uh, very yeah. impressive. But he he had a very very limited set. I think I think he is getting better. 
and he's getting a lot of uh, good time here. That yeah, he went at least ten minutes with Moxley. With with Moxley, exactly. Yeah. A guy who's not that going to be that kind of style. So I think you know they both kind of showcased each other. Uh, the Eddie Kingston Wheeler Yuta match, fucking Kingston throwing Wheeler Yuta into the shadow realm with that fucking back <laughs> fist. Um, Wheeler Yuta yeah. got to be one of the best sellers in the game. The dude takes all the pins anytime the Blackpool Combat Club is doing anything. Um, and, you know, <laughs> coming hot off that awful waffle. Uh, Wheeler Yuta, yeah, honestly, honestly, he's kind of he kind of in my personal, like, kind of seller guy. He's the one taking the big maneuvers. Yeah. Always. But he's also gotten to be the one to score the big pin kind of like a brody uh, king situation <laughs> kind of like a brody yeah. king situation exactly he's the brody king of uh the blackpool combat club uh my girl marina shafir was uh on tv with five other <laughs> women uh in the yeah. in the six in the six man tag <laughs> action uh yeah. got to see chris was... we got to see chris statlander who was off of the all-in card she is on the all-out card yeah, unfortunate for her and Ruby to miss that big show, but uh, yeah, they can be one of the bigger yeah. matches at All Out, I guess. And uh, the main the main event yeah. action though, Orange Cassidy freshly. Well, one other thing before that. Oh yes, was uh, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn come out to celebrate <laughs> their trio's title win and reveal. I mean, so they come out wearing the traditional one. They already got rid of the black and silver, but then they quickly ditch those for their own. They have a ceremonial ribbon, ribbon cutting and reveal their new custom pink strapped trios titles with scissors printed on the end of the strap and cut out so you can actually use the belts to scissor with. AWShop.com, so. <laughs> folks. Pick up your scissor belt. Uh, you, are, you, yeah. you already know that this is going to sell out um, immediately. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun belt. It's cool, and uh, they'll defend those titles on Collision, so getting right to it. Yeah, we'll see it this time. But the main events, first, excuse Orange Cassidy, taking on uh, Penta El Obscuro Miedo. Uh, OC, of course, defending his international championship for the 462nd time. Uh, he, like here, yeah, here in this title reign, of course, uh, my favorite spot, of course, we get the, we get Orange Cassidy with the Destroyer on Penta, <laughs> followed by Penta with the Destroyer on Cassidy, followed by the Destroyer one more time the other way, uh, the bang, 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 uh, the crowd was into it, I, I, I love, you know, it's a, it's a shooty, it is a shooty finisher of the year. The Canadian Destroyer. It is one of my favorite maneuvers. Uh, so seeing it in such quick succession, I personally am always going yeah. to pop for it. Oh, I love the move, but the way it's used, I don't know if it can be counted as a finisher. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, I think back. I think back <laughs> when the award was given. You know. know, of course, circumstances yeah, know, will always change. Of course, I'll always pop. I'll always. I'll pop always pop destroyer. for a fucking destroyer. Of course, Orange Cassidy uh, gets the win. Uh, well, the craziest spot for me, though, when Penta hits the fear factor onto the apron. And that's another one of those magic moves. I'm like, how is your head not slamming into the ground when you're upside down, your arms and legs are away from Like, you can't even brace yourself. You can't do anything. That means that but you hope. have to put your forehead on Penta's thick, thick quads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. 
crazy move, but uh, yeah, as you said, Cassidy ends up scoring the win, retains his belt. Uh, just another notch in his all-time great title reign. Yeah, yeah, cutting a promo up. after the match, too. Uh, coming down, bringing out a chair for one of the very few and longest or few kind of uh, yeah, promos at this length, promo. a very serious promo. Orange Cassidy coming here telling us that, he, you know, yeah, he's hurt, he's beaten, and he is out here defending his championship. Um, he will continue to defend his championship. And the crowd fucking, I agreed. I'm, I'm sitting there I'm on my couch. I'm agreeing. I'm applauding my hands. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we love the guy. He's the hardest-working champion, having one of the best title reigns I've ever seen with his consistency, you know? Uh, and he's going to get right back at it again Sunday against Moxley, but he says he will always be champion because I'm freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase. And I don't have a catchphrase. Put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt, that exact. Yeah, quote. I mean, Orange Cassidy has uh, to be one of the highest, se higher-selling uh performance oh, yeah, yeah for sure for fucking sure uh and then moxley comes out at the very end for a stare down and at this point looking at the all-out card i'm saying this is your main event orange cassidy john moxley well it's funny yeah it's, fu it's funny you say that let's <laughs> take a look at that card exactly right now only nine matches are booked so far here for this card including Luchasaurus taking on Darby Allen in this uh, TNT Championship match with Christian Cage. Christian Cage will be heavily involved, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lucha hasn't had it that long, but with the TNT title, you never know. You never know. This thing around. Exactly. That yeah. thing That thing flips around every so often. Um, including, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm even looking at this card right now. It just feels bizarre. Feels it feels a little bit weird. I don't know why. Maybe because that. I think it's it's yeah. I think they stack the deck for all in. Uh, you know, put all your biggest matches on that. The biggest crowd ever. And yeah, just kind of a byproduct of that. Not that the matches can't. Yeah, deliver, even I'm looking right but, here. We uh, have Miro and Hobbs, which was booked on that kind of all in pre-show. Uh, Simon Miller getting to play a uh, bodyguard in the ring alongside uh, Powerhouse Hobbs there, so that's great to see. Chris Statland and Ruby Soho. Very, very fun to see a uh, competitive, seemingly, match for this TBS championship. Chris Statland has held it for a long time. Hasn't really done much <coughs> with it that I would yeah. say. Hopefully uh, this can be mm -hmm. the match to kind of put things back on back on track, get some focus on the title again. Yeah, I think Kenny Takeshita, that's two different people. Sorry, Kenny Omega taking on Kazuchika uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. to I think this, uh, if this gets time, I've seen clips, Mike. I'm sure you have also of the, their previous encounter approximately 12 years ago. Uh, I haven't, but I can imagine. Yeah, Takeshita has like hard has short, super short ass hair. Uh, so does Kenny, I guess, too. It was kind of like more, a little more ringlety. Uh, but yeah, I think this will be that 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 kind of match for us. That, that oh, if this can go 21, 22 minutes, I think uh, the yeah, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of fun for everyone. I think Bullet Club Gold yeah. Yeah. taking on FTR and the Young Bucks uh, after their tumultuous the the ending of their previous matchup just last week. Of course, these are all the top teams, though, right? This is FTR. This is the Bucks. 
These are Jay White and Juice Robinson, and these are possibly entrance of ent entrance of the year uh, nominees, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. Like on paper, this match is fucking solid. Yeah, it'll just be one of those crazy high spots, bunch of finishers, yeah. bunch of kicks out, kick out, just a crazy fun match. Crowd will be hot. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Kingston and Shibata taking on the Backpool Combat Club. The Wheeler Yuta Claudio Castagnoli side, of course. John Moxley getting the week off uh, for the for that Eddie pop. Uh, yeah, I guess so. The match itself on paper doesn't do a whole lot no. for me, but no, yeah, you know, I still like the guys involved. Samoa Joe taking on Shane Taylor for that Ring of Honor World Television Championship. That's right, folks. The World Television Championship, not the actual Ring of Honor World Championship, which is held by. Still Claudio. Claudio. Still Claudio. Still Claudio. Yeah. Well, it's, it's we have, I guess, technically three world titles in this company if you count CM Punk's fake one. And none of the three world titles will be defended on this paper. Bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, Nor the women's world title or the tag title. Well, what will probably be a big tag title match, Mike? Uh, better than you, Bebe, taking on uh, the winner of some kind of battle royal, which is also will be occurring like Tamara. On yeah, ring I already on. I know the winner if you'd like to know. Sure, who is it? Uh, Dark Order. Fantastic. Better than you, baby, taking on Dark Order for those Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Um, which, yeah. Which I guess would bring I us. I mean, they'll retain probably. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a fun match. It's just, you know, if I was paying for a ticket, I would have liked to see a world title match. That's all. Of course. No, certainly. Of course. Uh, I would like to say, though, I think I've seen, uh, at least when I saw. Um, collision. Dark Order was also on ring on the Ring of Honor pre-show pre-tape. So that would be okay. interesting, I guess. You know, now challenging for this championship. Uh, maybe they're leaning towards. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm putting the clues together. But like you said, what 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 could inevitably be our main event? Orange Cassidy, freshly suited, taking on John Moxley for that international international championship. I just don't see Moxley. This isn't Moxley's type of championship. You know. Yeah, he doesn't need to win it. Uh, the win for Cassidy would mean way more to go over a guy like Moxley. Yep. You know, you've already elevated this belt so much, but this win, that puts you at, you know, world title level. Um, and believably as a challenge. I mean, you're main eventing a pay-per-view because you built this title up so well since you won it. That's exactly it. Allegedly. You are main eventing a pay-per-view after you have held on to this thing for... Uh, nigh upon a year it'll be a year this fall this uh this october or november and being yeah. and like you said in that promo you know you're too small you're you're too short you're too th you're too skinny you, you're you're just a comedy gimmick uh but but clearly just clearly not that i think this match would be so much for orange cassidy and for all the all of his supporters uh, throughout this entire time yeah i'm looking forward to it um uh, yeah everything i already said cassidy's the man let him keep the belt for a little bit longer hit that year mark might as well at this point for a little bit longer baby just give it to us that is the entirety of the all-out card and that's all the time we have for the show except we have time for one more thing of course we're talking about a wrestler of the week Mike, uh, coming out from our all-in show, you've you've said that there was multiple pops, even multiple favorite matches. Mike, who was your wrestler of the week? 
three people or so but you know i'll give it to the guy who is also in running in the running for wrestler of the year mjf wow every single time he defends this title he steals the show amazing matches the iron man match the fatal four-way this match uh we won't count the forbidden door match because that's not but uh, (laughs) the guy's on fire one of the best in the world uh and yeah, give it to MJF. Beep, beep, <laughs> beep, beep. That's my that's my impression of uh, I, I, Mike. I'm I'm backing up the Brinks truck. Beep. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> Tony Khan backing up the truck. You better back it up, bitch, because you're talking to a unanimous wrestler of the week, MJ uh, MJF. Uh, we've we've had we and we've had a lot. Of, we've actually had a lot. I think this might this might actually break our record actually for most wrestler uh, same choices because we're coming up on them uh, especially recently. To main event, the Asterix biggest wrestling professional wrestling show of all time. Asterix <laughs> until until the moratorium of amount of days that needs to pass until it counts. Uh, to, to, yeah. to be a part of that and 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 like like you would hit like you would touch on earlier like the the biggest story also one of the most fun stories that were latched onto in that match in that moment the after match antics which I think I feel like took up like 10 minutes of the show it was like it was I feel like it was a 30 minute match and then seven and a half minutes of after the match drama that also counts <laughs> yeah. that also kind of counts towards how much fun it was because uh, I, I really felt like it could have gone either way at a couple points there and MJF really showed that uh, you better back it up bitch I'm talking to you TK yeah. back it up um, <laughs> I think I, he was pretty much I mean Cole was more of a heel than him in that match yeah. MJF's pretty much full on babyface at this point other than the eye poke that was about the only thing he did because he gets cheered as soon as his music starts. Like, he's pretty much just a baby face now. Um, which I guess is, is the full transition. That is it. That is because he, yeah. he came back he's... as a baby face who got booed, but we love to boo him. Regardless, he's over. Has to be one of the more, oh, he has to be one of the more over dudes out there. He's, he's, he's definitely in the running for the shooties. Oh yeah, he's definitely for a few uh, shooties. I bet, yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow, former shooty winner, future shooty winner. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for shooty, Mike. <laughs> uh, after a, after a unanimous professional wrestler of the week, we are so excited for um, all the action over on the All Out card uh, this weekend, and that's all the time that we have. <sighs> oh God, thanks for listening. Of course, rate, review, like, subscribe. <laughs> The show is everywhere. Of course, we'll be next week. We'll, we will be back next week with all that, um, all of the all-out fallout. Will uh, pa- payback? 
Oh my god. Oh Mike, I forgot about payback. Oh my lord. Oh um At least they're on two separate days. Oh, thank God. Okay, okay. Do you want do you want do you want to throw out that card? I I, I can see though. I, I remember I, I remember I think last week I was putting over the the quality of the the poster, the promo poster, and I was like, yeah. all members of the Judgment Day looking hard as fuck in black and white or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's okay. Only six matches. Yeah, yeah. Lay them yeah. on me. Lay them on me. All right. So we got Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in the steel cage. Right. To finally, end this feud. Hopefully, hopefully, culminating in of in it all. Yeah, of it all. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley defends her title against Raquel Rodriguez. So, uh, yeah, probably get a good match out of that. I, 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 I saw that at a uh, the live match that I went to um, in the wintertime where Roman and Sami Zayn were at Coca-Cola Coliseum. Yeah. I saw this. I saw this match. I saw it, yeah. All right. So they probably got a couple spots they've worked out. Yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio defends that newly won U.S. title against Austin Theory, which I don't think anyone wants to see him win that again. <laughs> um, We've in that. It's LA Knight's turn. Just give it to him. Yeah. But uh, speaking of LA Knight, he'll be taking on The Miz. You already talked about the build. That awesome promo from The Miz. Let LA Knight get the big win on pay-per-view. He deserves. Uh, and then the US title next month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. W- work your way up and then you win the Rumble and then you... Uh... <laughs> Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defend their undisputed tag titles against... Finn Balor and Damian Priest in a Steel City street fight. Uh, so, yeah, what's the Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that'll be a fun shenanigan match. And then Seth Rollins defends his world title against Shinsuke Nakamura. And during the build, Nakamura has revealed the thing he whispered to Seth Rollins that I know that your back's broken. Seth confirmed, yeah, he's got like two fractured discs or something or the other, and he's been wrestling with it for four years, so that makes me think there's a slim possibility Nakamura could win, and maybe Rollins needs to go have some surgery or a break or yeah, something. Yeah, I, f- I feel like Seth Rollins needs a fucking break. He has... If he's had it for he's had it for four years, and this is the first time they brought it up, it makes me think, yeah, why would you bring it up if you're not going to use it? No, I can uh, I can I can agree with you there. I feel like some of these promos that Shinsuke's been doing, the you know the the pre-recorded promos with the with the voiceovers, like way better. Yeah, it's awesome. Way subtitles. better, exactly. Yeah, um, do this for everyone that needs it. Yeah, f- for sure. Right? It's like don't be like the fucking LPGA and force all of your uh, Asian athletes to speak English in press conferences, or else they can't, pl- <laughs> or else they can't play. It's like, yo, don't be mad that we're better than you at this. Don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is that exactly it, you know. And um, we thought it was gonna be Finn last time around. Maybe it's Shinsuke this time around. Maybe this card needs a little yeah. that that bump to make it. I'm exciting. just saying it plants the seed. I'm not saying I expect it, but it at least gives you a reason to think it could happen. Cool. Yeah. So, anyways, we got that in there. We uh, we'll cover everything next week uh, and go from there. Is that it? That was it. No. Uh... That's six matches, right? Uh, no, I think uh, we're we're um, fucking uh, tag tag team championships. 
Yeah, the Steel City Street Fight. That's the Steel City Street Fight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. God. Uh, yeah, like we said, a lot of professional wrestling going on this weekend. Be sure not to spoil yourself if you're not able to watch it in that first kind of few <laughs> hours or yeah. whatever. You will figure it out. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening, folks. Of course, rate, view, like, subscribe. We will be back next week with the All Out Fallout. Hopefully, no brawl out. Payback, way back. Playback, payback. Rolling in my Maybach. <laughs> oh my God, Whoa. I'm on fire tonight. Mike, and of course, uh, <laughs> I think it's a fancy car. I think it's a fancy car. Oh my god, I don't actually know. Whoa. I've just heard I've just heard rappers say it, so I just said it. Oh god, good thing that's the only good thing that's the only thing I'm repeating rappers that they say. Uh that's all the time we have. Of yes. course, thanks for listening, folks. Right, like, subscribe. We'll be back next week. All the exciting action. Mike, have a great weekend, and you take care of yourself. Alright, enjoy. Haha, <laughs> you gotta go back to school, little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Little fuckers gotta go back to school <laughs> and and paint finger shits.